brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. A couple of weeks ago, I brought to you the story from Austria that has gotten very little attention outside of Austria and Germany. And that's the story of Bishop Glettler in the Diocese of Innsbruck and this monstrosity of a so-called art piece that he put up in one of his parishes. Bishop Glettler is a Francis bishop if there ever was one. He's a huge champion of the Synod of Synodality, and he speaks positively of the Synod in Germany and has been a tireless champion of changing the church's constant teachings on morality, especially on the James Martin sin. That bishop caused a stir in his country when he put up that piece of art, which was really just this year's version of the same thing the bishop puts up every year. You see, Bishop Glettler believes that Lent is the ideal time of year to put modern art up in his parishes, and every year he puts up sacrilegious art at Lent to celebrate the season. Sometimes there are art that is so obviously of a James Martin variety that it can't be denied, like last year's art piece. I expect that next Lent I'll have a video like this one to report to you the latest nasty art he's put up, and the total lack of pushback he's gotten from the Vatican on it. Except for one difference this year at least, the church in Austria might have enough of Bishop's antics and Various organizations are pushing back against Bishop Glettler, and they're trying to bring the Vatican into this as well, which, you know, might be a bad thing for Bishop Glettler since his name is often very high on the list of bishops who are likely to be considered for the office of the Archbishop of Vienna in the near future. So, with the papal politics of this hovering in the background, headline from cath.net, Bishop Glettler defends his works of art in the church and insults cath.net. Now, this outlet was the one who broke the story that I reported to you a couple of weeks ago. And it's a kind of response from a bishop that shows that the bishop is, of course, a well-adjusted individual. Instead of laughing off the criticism and providing some kind of reasonable-sounding explanation why this monstrosity of an art piece or this evil art piece is like it that he's placed in his church every Lent for like the last six years are apparently okay and just being understood, instead of doing that, he lashes out at the media organization who is criticizing his choices. Nice choice there, Bishop. Really nicely done. From the article, quote, In a letter available to Cath.net, diocesan Bishop Herman Glettler defends the controversial Lenten cloth in the Innsbruck Hospital Church, which shows a pig's heart. He responds to inquiries about the picture with a standardized email, in which he points out that it is, of course, not a Sacred Heart picture. One should read the text that he sends in the appendix and that is available in the hospital church. He justifies the picture as an, quote, attempt to enter into a dialogue with contemporary art. This is happening in three of the approximately 300 parish and pilgrim churches in the diocese. Glutler asks if that's too much and then adds, quote, do you own the hospital church? Glettler then claims that there is a supposedly, quote, a lot of positive feedback from people who just want to look, but he doesn't offer any proof of this. In the beginning, he hands out a dig at cath.net. He suspects that the information about the picture came from cath.net and then claims, quote, that this platform reports in a manipulative and inflammatory manner, which the bishop was obviously uncomfortable with, refused to answer questions 
that are quite normal, end quote. His response there reminds me of responses to LifeSite and Taylor Marshall we've seen from bishops in America. <laughs> anyway, and it's an odd response from the bishop, to put it mildly. And why on earth would he be reacting that way? He could have ignored the media questions entirely. But you see, he couldn't have ignored it because it looks like pressure is mounting on the bishop from outside the media. Headline from Kath.net. Bishop Gledler and the denigration of religious teachings. Will there be a complaint? As it turns out, Bishop Gletler is getting very defensive because there is a formal campaign being mounted by the laity to collect signatures for a petition to be submitted to Rome demanding the art be taken down, as well as a, a formal complaint likely to be made on the grounds of blasphemy to the Austrian government. This is the kind of attention and headache that the Vatican doesn't really want right now. This art posted in an Austrian church by a bishop known for being a strident voice for the synod on synodality and being an advocate for those living the James Martin sin. They don't want this kind of attention right now. This bishop is in every way the kind of bishop that Francis Church loves, and now he's creating a headache for the Vatican. And uh, they're not going to be endeared to him or anything like that right now. This is not going to earn him any brownie points with Rome. So from the article, quote, in the meantime, the Gletler affair has also reached the Vatican as Cath.net was able to learn. Senior Curia members are aware of the matter. Gletler shakes heads there with his pseudo-art. Priests from the Diocese of Innsbruck, who wished not to be named, now describe Gletler as highly narcissistic. In reply emails to believers who criticize his action, these are letter responses to the laity, Gletler even informs the pastors of the believers with CC and emails with the intention of denunciation incidentally without the consent of the critics meaning he's bringing their parish priests into the, into the, into his arguments with them in austria believers are now even considering reporting the bishop of innsbruck to the public prosecutor's office for degrading religious teachings and symbols as cath.net was able to learn incidentally according to a legal expert every citizen can file a complaint with the public prosecutor's office in innsbruck without any problems in the austrian penal code subsection 18888 STGB on the subject of denigration of religious teaching states, quote, anyone who publicly declares a person or thing that is the object of worship of a church or religious community existing in Austria or a doctrine, legally permissible custom, or a legally permissible institution of such a church or religious community under circumstances in which his behavior is likely to cause justifiable annoyance shall be punished with an imprisonment of up to six months or the fine of up to 360 daily rates. Kletler, who regularly swears by synodality in his sermons and speaks of, quote, listening to one another, incidentally did not involve any committees or believers in this campaign, as Cath.net was able to learn, end quote. In other words, Austria has blasphemy laws on the books and the laity are considering asking the government to enforce their blasphemy laws against the bishop of the church. Is this real life? Yes, apparently it is. And why this story isn't a major international story in the Catholic media, I don't know, but it really should be. And it's not just a petition campaign that has pushed back against Bishop Gletler's horrific taste in art. Missio Austria, which is a mission association that does the work of the office of the Pope in Austria, and is one of 150 such organizations established around the world, is now pushing back against that horrific art and the bishop behind it. So again, we turn to cath.net for this headline. 
Loca iste a Deus factus est, which translates to, this is a piece made by God. Father Karl Wallner, a national director of Missio Austria, clearly criticizes Glettler artworks in Tyrolean churches. It's about the sacredness of the church spaces. Criticizes the German synodal way. This is about a different church. There it is. A priest is linking the synod to this satanic art in churches and pointing out that this is all the product of a, well, building a different church instead of the Catholic church. From the article, quote, Father Karl Wallner, national director of Missio Austria, cl clearly criticized pseudo-art in churches and the German synodal path in his Holy Mass from the Missio Center in Vienna, which was broadcast on YouTube last Friday. At the beginning, he said, visibly concerned, that he had seldom had such a time in church as he is now. There's currently a huge flood of letters and emails to him and his employees. I don't know if those in positions of responsibility notice it so directly. The hurt and confusion that is spreading today. I often have the feeling that some in the church leadership don't even realize how hurt the believers are. If you give them foundations shaken or even moves away, then there is insecurity. Then there is suffering. Volner then addressed, quote, modern art, and thus quite obviously addressed, among other things, the events surrounding, quote, Lenten pictures by Bishop Glettler in an Innsbruck church with a pig's heart. It is about the sacredness of church spaces because God is worshipped there. He asks himself whether some works of art that believers are expected to put up in churches in Austria correspond to the actual purpose of a church. He also wonders whether certain events that take place there also correspond to the holy rite of a church consecration. Locus iste e Deus factus est. This place is made by God. It is sacred because if nothing is sacred to us, then nothing is sacred to us. The events in Germany around the synodal path are viewed very critically by Father Karl. This has given many the impression that anything can be debated and that it is a question of majorities, of political and ideological majorities, of pressure groups. The point here is that one would like to have a, quote, completely different church. We want a, a different church in the sense that we want a holy church, but we may also want a church without leadership and without sacraments, end quote. Speaking of making a different church, by the way, Cardinal Roach made headlines a couple of days ago by admitting that the re reason that he, on behalf of Francis and Francis himself, are smashing the traditional Latin mass and, of, by extension, traditional religious communities, because that's also happening right now, is because at Vatican II, the theology of the church was changed, meaning the religion of the Catholic Church was changed at Vatican II. And as such, the Latin Mass fits the old Catholic Church, but doesn't reflect the beliefs of the new Catholic Church. That's a, uh, a that is a categorical rejection of the hermeneutic of continuity, by the way, and also a categorical rejection of the indefectibility of the church. And that's a fancy way of saying that we have a new religion, by Cardinal Roach's own admission. From the LifeSite News article on this, quote, the theology of the church has changed, argued Roach, whereas before the priest represented at a distance all the people. They were channeled through this person who alone was celebrating the mass. Now, though, Roach stated that, quote, it is not only the priest who celebrates the liturgy, but also those who are baptized with him. 
And that is an enormous statement to make. Moments prior to this, Roach's comments were preempted by papal biographer and who I call professional Francis fanfiction writer Austin Ivory, who argued that those devoted to the traditional mass had, quote, become a movement undermining the Second Vatican Council. Hence, said Ivory, the restrictions were necessary, quote, to put a limit, to put barriers not to suppress it, but to put it back into the hands of the bishops, end quote. Now that article goes on to debunk Roach's claim with quotes from preconciliar pontiffs writing on the mass and how the language used to describe the role of the priest and the laity in the mass from before the council and after is pretty much the same. It remains largely unchanged. The issue here is, of course, that Roach is correctly representing a particular radical faction's view of the Second Vatican Council and the impact it had on the church, the, the concilium faction, who are the progressive modernists. They, after the council, were the ones who pushed the most radical changes in the parish life, including, you know, the presence of girl altar boys, communion in the hand, mass facing the people in a more per human being centered worship, the abandonment of Gregorian chant and direct contravention of, of uh, the documents of Vatican II, and the abandonment of the Latin language, again, in direct contravention of the documents of Vatican II, among other radical changes not called for by the Council or by Paul VI, at least on paper. And that faction has been the dominant one in the Church at the ground level since the Council. And it's that thinking that leads directly to art in sacred spaces, like Bishop Glettler's pig heart in a conception-preventing device like you see now on screen again. And that's not saying anything about the wicked art he's placed in his parish in the past years, that celebrates the James Martin sin in numerous grotesque ways. And now Bishop Glettler is likely to get attention from the Vatican, which he frankly probably does not want, at least not in this way, since it may undermine his ability to get a promotion that he almost desperately wants in the near future. Becoming the Bishop of Vienna often comes with becoming a cardinal. Imagine throwing that away over some really tasteless art. Now I have to ask, do you think the Vatican will actually intervene here? Do you think Francis will even make some offhanded comment to the media or at an audience about this? Or maybe for once some concrete action might be taken? Or is that just hoping for too much? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.